Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called Esther Part 3, and this comes from Esther chapter 4, verses 15 through 17, chapters 5, 6, and 7. In order to respect each family's ages and stages of life, I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures referenced discussing with your family as is appropriate. Last week, we ended in suspense. Mordecai warned Queen Esther that her people will be destroyed by Haman's evil plan, unless she pleads with King Xerxes to stop this. Queen Esther had kept her family heritage a secret. No one knew that she too was Jewish. And now she had a decision to make. Risk her life telling her secret to King Xerxes, while also pleading with him to save her people, or stay quiet. But maybe, just maybe, she was made to be a queen for this exact time. We pick up our story here. Esther leaned over to her messenger and said, Tell Mordecai, go and get all the Jews together. For my sake, give up eating. Do not eat or drink for three days, night and day. Then I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I die, I die. Once Mordecai received this message, he went and did everything Esther told him to. Three days passed. The time had come. Esther wrapped her beautiful royal robes around herself. (sighs) Taking a deep breath, she closed her eyes and prayed. Then, putting one foot in front of the other, she went to see the king. She stopped facing the king's hall. King Xerxes was sitting on his royal throne. He saw Queen Esther standing there. And when he saw her, he was very pleased. He lowered his hand and held out the gold scepter towards her. Esther calmly walked over and touched the end of the scepter. What is it, Queen Esther? 
What do you want to ask me? I would give you as much as half my kingdom, said the king. Esther answered, My king, if it pleases you, come today with Haman to a banquet. I have prepared it for you. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. They enjoyed delicious food and desserts. But again, the king asked Queen Esther what she wanted. And again, she said, This is what I want and ask for. My king, oh, I hope you are pleased with me. If it pleases you, give me what I ask for and do what I want. Come with Haman tomorrow to the banquet I will prepare for you. Then I will answer your question about what I want. Well, in Haman's mind, all of this seemed to be going just fine. So Haman left the king's palace happy and content, whistling as he walked. Until he saw Mordecai. Remember from our recent stories, Mordecai refused to bow to Haman. And oh, this made prideful Haman very upset. Well, even on this very day, Mordecai did not stand up nor tremble with fear before him. Oh, this angered Haman. But he controlled his anger and went home. Haman seems to struggle with the sin of pride. He thinks he is better than everyone. The world should revolve around him. In fact, he loves himself so much that that very night, he called his friends and wife together and told them about how wealthy he was, about all the ways the king had honored him. On and on Haman went. And that's not all, Haman added. Well, I'm the only person the queen invited to come with the king to the banquet she gave. And she wants me to be the guest again tomorrow. But all this doesn't really make me happy. I'm not happy as long as I see Mordecai sitting at the king's gate. Haman's wife and all of his friends commented, Well, I mean, it seems like the king likes you, so in the morning, just ask the king to punish Mordecai. Then go to the banquet with the king and be happy. A slimy smile formed on Haman's face. He liked this suggestion. That same night, the king could not sleep. He tossed and turned. <sighs> well, I guess I'm awake now. You, come, read me my court's records while I sit here. So the records were read to him, and during this, the records showed Mordecai had saved the king by warning him of his two officers who plotted against him. 
Oh, yeah. That's right. Said the king. Hey, what honor or reward did we give to Mordecai for this? The king's servants answered. Hmm. Well, actually, nothing has been done for Mordecai. Suddenly, rustling sounds were heard outside. Who is in my courtyard at this hour? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace. He had come to ask the king about punishing Mordecai. The king's servant said, Oh, it's just Haman. Oh, good. Bring him in. Haman, what do you think should be done for a man that the king wants to give very much honor? In his head, Haman thought to himself, Oh, I am fabulous, and the king wants to honor me again. Wow. <laughs> then he answered out loud, King, this is what you could do to honor him. Have the servants bring him a royal robe that the king himself has worn, and also bring a horse with a royal crown on its head. Oh, it can even be one the king himself has ridden. Then give these to the man you want to honor, and, and have your servant. Have your servant lead him on the horse through the city streets. And as they walk, the servant should announce, This is what is done for the man the king wants to honor very, very much. Does parading the honored man through the streets on horse and royal robes sound fancy? Yes. Haman suggests the king do this because he thinks the king is talking about him. But boy, Haman better get ready because he's going to eat some humble pie. Listen what happens next. I completely agree. Go quickly. Take the robe and the horse just as you have said, and do all of this for Mordecai the Jew. Do not leave out anything that you have suggested. Hold on a minute. So the king is not honoring Haman. Who is he honoring then? Answer out loud. Mordecai. Yep. Isn't that funny? A man who Haman wanted the king to punish is now the man the king wants to honor. Haman smacked his forehead with the palm of his hand in disgust. But he did exactly what he was told to do. Mordecai was dressed in stunning robes. He rode the elegant horse while Haman led them through the streets, announcing, This is what is done for the man the king wants to honor very, very much. I imagine Mordecai having a good chuckle. Once the event was completed, 
Mordecai went back to the king's gate. But Haman hurried home with his head covered. He was embarrassed and ashamed. He would have to get over this quickly because the king's servants were already knocking on his door, reminding him to come to Queen Esther's banquet. The king and Haman ate with Queen Esther at her banquet. After the king finished his bite of food, he asked her, What is it, Queen Esther? What do you want to ask me? I would give you as much as half my kingdom. This, this was the big moment. Would Esther risk her life to do what is right and stand up for her people? Queen Esther answered. My king, I hope you are pleased with me. If it pleases you, let me live. This is what I ask. And let my people live too. This is what I want. I ask this because my people and I have been sold to be destroyed. We are to be completely wiped out. King Xerxes seemed surprised. Who is he? Where is he? Who has done such a thing? A man who is against us. Our enemy is this wicked Haman, she said, pointing at Haman. Haman's cup immediately fell from his hand. He was filled with terror before the king and queen. King Xerxes was very angry. He quickly stood up, left the table, and marched out into the palace garden. Then he came back in and decided to stop Haman's plan. He would not allow Queen Esther or her people, the Jews, to be hurt. And Haman would be punished for his wicked plan. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. This event we just heard about is celebrated each year with a holiday called Purim. During this celebration, Jewish people read the book of Esther, remember how God saved them, and in honor of this, they give gifts to the poor and have a great feast. This year, it will be celebrated starting March the 6th, 2023. Now, even though parts of our reading were kind of scary, did Esther choose to speak up to protect her people? Yes. Yes. Did Xerxes listen to her request and save them? Yes. Now, guess what? Sometimes, in your life, you may see that something should be done. Maybe you see clothes on the ground that need picking up, or you notice someone who needs help, and you think to yourself, 
Someone should do something about that. Well, maybe that someone is you. Esther saw a problem, and instead of pushing it off on someone else to solve, Mordecai reminded her that maybe God made her queen for that exact moment. Like Esther, do you think God has specific plans for you? Yes. Of course. Maybe he knew you would see a problem or someone needing help, and he wants you to be the one to help. Isn't it incredible that our loving God is always with us and wants us to be included in His wonderful plans? The plans may be small or big, but each day God has a purpose. For you. Well, that is it for our story today. In this week's iTunes reviews, I want to say thank, thank you to Anna and David, Kira, the Atig family, Caden and Noah, Casey Martz, Natty Bug, Josephine, Theo, Tom White, and Rue and Joni. Thank you so much for taking the time to write your reviews. If you've enjoyed Kids Bible Stories. Would you please consider supporting us by writing a review? Thanks again for listening to today's story, and as always, bye for now.